morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this Thursday morning, the 23rd day of January, 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep, yep, yep. Big J, what's the theme of the day today so far? Uh, I know you've only been up for a little while, but is there has today picked up any kind of thing for you yet? No, man. A scent of any kind? Walking you down a path of any kind? Scent of a woman. (laughs) That's it. Are you just getting started? Hooah! That usually goes along with that hooah. I'm just getting started. I don't remember. I never watched that movie. What the hell are you doing referencing it then? Because it's, it's stupid. You never saw Scent of a Woman? No! Why? Do you hate Why Al Pacino? Hell? Why the hell would I watch that movie? Well, you like Al Pacino, right? So? Well, I mean, it is one of his best roles. So they say. <laughs> Not that you would ever know. Well, I mean, there's nothing overtly anti-Big J about it. I mean, granted, there's no explosions, but, I mean, it's a it's a law movie. It's like Devil's Advocate. I'm sure you saw that, yeah. right? With Keanu Reeves and him? I think I saw, like, ten minutes of it on TV. That's it? Yeah. What's, maybe you don't like Al Pacino or Keanu Reeves. No, I love Keanu Reeves. Well, what's going on, then? Cause that don't is, like lawyer movies. That is peak Keanu Reeves. Terrible. I mean, like... Unless it's Legal Eagles, I don't like lawyer movies. Hmm. I want to I want to dive into this a little bit because I bet let's you do there's it. more. I uh, never saw. Let's see, Aaron Brockovich, nothing. What about a I few good that. men? That's a lawyer movie, bro. That's a Tom Cruise movie. No, it's a that's, lawyer about him. But what does he play in that movie? He plays also, a, the firm uh, a is a Tom Cruise movie. Never saw the firm. What? You don't nope. like Tom Cruise either. I don't like lawyer movies. That's why I hang out at the Crescent. Okay. All right. That's good to know. It's good to know. What do you have against lawyers and or lawyer movies? I don't have anything in particular. <laughs> it caught me at a weird time. Well, uh, probably, you know, judging by your past movie experience, you automatically equate lawyer movie with not a lot of action, and so you probably stay away, right? Sure. Because courtroom drama doesn't exactly scream explosions and uh, Sylvester Stallone shooting guns. Although, yeah, yeah, a few good men though had a lot of Marines in it, so yeah, true, but not a lot of action. You can't disagree with hey, that. Whenever there are Marines, there is action somewhere. <laughs> right, but it wasn't on the screen. It's true. Point. Uh, has Arnold Schwarzenegger and or Sylvester Stallone ever played a lawyer? <laughs> I don't think so. Me either. I, I honestly can't say that that... Uh... We live in a world where Denise Richards has played a nuclear scientist. But we was, can't get to wrap terrible. our head around Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone being a I lawyer. I mean, Sylvester Stallone kind of worked as a, a half part-time stockbroker in Tango and Cash. <laughs> so call part-time stockbroker. But all right. Uh, today on the show, we're not done talking movies. We could get you to go check out a movie with us tonight. Uh, part of the Morning After the Movies podcast brought to you by Cinemark Majestic Theaters. Uh, we're going to go check out The Gentleman tonight and record a podcast about it. You could be our guest. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show today. On top of that, we also have tickets to Stone Temple Pilots and Reverend Horton Heat. It should be a fairly fun and busy Thursday, along with the Nerd Alert before we hit 7 o'clock. But let's do some Pink Floyd right now. It's money on the X-Rocks. Today on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Go to a lot of parties these days, Big J. Oh, man. No. Uh, any particular reason why? Yeah, I'm a shut-in. Part of it. Is, it. is there anxiety that goes along with going to a party? Yeah, probably. How's that for you, anyway? That's okay. No, no, no. I mean, like, what if... (laughs) 
What is it about the party that gives you anxiety? Yeah, I gotta talk to people. People, alright. I gotta socialize. Maybe I don't wanna socialize. That's cool. You clearly don't, which is why you're a shut-in, right? I'm not really shut-in. Uh, but according to a new study conducted by one poll on behalf of a bunch of people, they say there's a real thing called party anxiety. It's the fear of going to a party. But it is uh, interesting what they found the most... The thing that makes us the most anxious about going to parties. And it is the fear of running into somebody you don't like. 63% of people in the poll said that every party they go to, there's at least one person they know they're going to go out of their way to avoid. And when they can't avoid that person, it makes them feel like, ugh, God, ugh, why did I come here? Why, what's happened? I don't, I can't say that, that I worry about that stuff. Is that something that you worry about? No, not really. No? I mean, like, I, I don't have to talk to anybody and I want to. And there's not a whole hell of a lot of people out there that I cannot stand. Like, I, where I'm like, I want, I don't want to be in the same breathing space as that person. There's right. not a lot of people, I mean, there are people, make no mistake about it, that I feel that way about. But I also don't, I, I can't imagine, I can't posit a world where I would be in a social situation with those people. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, I, I purposely avoid those circles for that reason. And if I were to be in that space, I'm not sure I'd be anxious. I'd probably just be angry about it. I'd be like, ugh, God, man. Ugh. The other top party stressors were feeling anxious about wanting to leave, but not knowing how. You ever feel that way? Not knowing kid? how. How do I get out of this situation? I don't want to leave. I don't know how do I get out of here without getting Who are in trouble. You Larry David? Just leave. And then also feeling like they don't fit in. I have that feeling a lot. I have that feeling a lot when we go to, like, our industry parties, you know? Like, when we're going to go to Vegas here. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, this is not a room I need to be in. I'm not this uh, elbow-rubbing, uh, high-society kind of stuff. I feel uncomfortable and strange. It's almost like any time I'm in a tuxedo. Uh, that makes me more anxious than anything. I'm like, I don't like being dressed up. I'm not comfortable. I'd rather be, like, in a T-shirt and jeans and wearing a hat, and none of these things are happening. And so I just want to go home. Results also revealed that the average American partygoer knows within the first 10 minutes of showing up whether or not they'll be calling in an early night. How is that for you? Can you get the, Can you gauge a room that quickly and go, yeah, I made it to the party. I am out of here like 45 minutes. It's pretty much standard. You make an appearance. First to get there, first to leave. <laughs> Arrive early, leave early. You got bedtime to do and video games to play. Mostly bedtime. Zion Williamson finally made his long-anticipated NBA debut last night. The number one pick scored 22 points for the New Orleans Pelicans, 17 of them in the fourth quarter. But his team lost to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, the hometown fans completely overreacted as they chanted MVP during his <laughs> game surge. I hate to ruin it for him, but I don't care what Zion Williamson does when you are only going to play 30 games in the season if you're lucky. Uh, you will not win the MVP. MVP! MVP! He missed the entire season so far until now after he uh, had some surgery done on his knee, but he's good to go. Looks like Eli Manning's hanging it up after a 16-year career. The Giants said yesterday Eli Manning is retiring. Of course, he's a two-time Super Bowl winner. The 39-year-old will formally announce his retirement tomorrow. Big J, Eli Manning, Hall of Fame NFL quarterback, question mark? Yeah, probably. Is it just because, I mean, like, this is another one where, like, I have a hard time. 
Actually, I don't think it's hard at all because you've got those two Super Bowl wins, but it, it was in the way that they got to those Super Bowls and the right. games that they had to win. He was an integral part of that. I know the defenses were great, but still, he had to make plays that... That, that a lot of other quarterbacks couldn't make. All right. Well, let me let me let me let me play devil's advocate for just a second, okay? While you're absolutely right, the two Super Bowl runs that the Giants made were amazing. Eli Manning were a key part of that. I'm not disparaging the fact that he had a really good career, uh, and, and he had a really good run. I will say, however, like he also had, I want to say, at least the last five years have been terrible, right? Sure, but he's okay. had, he's been Fine. on a terrible team, right? But he's been part of that terribleness. It's, he led the league in interceptions two years of the last five, and I'll also say this: during Eli Manning's run, can you honestly say this during the last nineteen years or sixteen years? Excuse me, that you would have taken him? Oh, I, I would probably name at least five to seven quarterbacks every season that I would take before Eli Manning on that team. Every year he has played. I would never have put him in the top five of quarterbacks playing currently. Would you? Ever? I mean... No, not ever. I'm talking about during his career. Can't you think of at least five people from his rookie season all the way until last year that you would rather have as the quarterback of your team? Well, I'll tell you this. There's room for those guys in the Hall of Fame, too. That's cr- that's insane. There you're, you you're talking. You're talking about I'm just 20, saying, 35 people. You, you, the, the only... I mean... There's just a finite amount of of playing that that you, you sure you, if you looked at some of the guys in the Hall of Fame, some of their their down part of their careers, you could focus on that and say, you know, probably shouldn't be there. I'm talking about his entire career, even when he was great, yeah, I even think when he the, won the Super Bowl. The I would still things, take five to the seven. The stuff even that more he than did was, was remarkable enough during the time that they won that he deserves to be there. I think I think it's a it's a it's a kind of one of those things that he gets for playing in New York. That's a big deal. He's a little bit up on a pedestal more than more people would be. I'm not taking away his two Super Bowl wins. Nobody would ever take away those two rings. I'm just saying, I mean, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be for the best of the best. Not for somebody that was an integral part of two Super Bowl runs. Well, those are, important thi- those are important things, man. At I the end of the it, day, but Super I mean, Bowls will count, I know, man. but are we going to give everybody who uh, who's won a Super Bowl ring or two a, a, ch- a ticket to the Hall of Fame? I'll tell you this. I wouldn't be raising my hand right now for Philip uh, for Philip to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not telling yeah. you that he I'm should just be either. Saying, I'm just saying, so there's an example right there of a current modern player still playing, maybe retiring, who I would say no to. Yeah. But the the difference between the two is those two Super Bowls. I'm not saying he hasn't had a great career. I'm not trying to take anything away from Eli Manning. I just I, I have like never trying to take away the whole thing. Well, yes, I, I don't think he deserves it because I never thought he was one among the best of the. I mean, it's supposed to be for the best of the best. And I've never thought Eli Manning was the best of the best. Peyton Manning, absolutely. Tom Brady, of course. Absolutely. But, like, even people that haven't won Super Bowl rings. I mean, even Dan Marino, I would place ahead of Eli Manning. And and so, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not important. I'm just saying I don't feel like he's a Hall of Famer, an all-timer. I don't feel like he's an all-timer. A year after setting up its first major U.S. production hub in New Mexico, Netflix has spent more than $150 million in the state across a half dozen productions. Netflix says it aims to bring $1 billion in production into the state over the last decade. It's funny, this is something that we were talking about when we went down there and did the Breaking Bad tour. Remember when we did it for the broadcast? Yeah. And they were talking about how the movie industry and the film industry was going to be a big part of the local economy there. And they were doing everything they could to encourage people to come out and be a part of it. And Netflix jumped on board. And now they're spending money left, right, and center. So New Mexico could be the place to be for... It's like the next Hollywood, dude. 
Did it feel like Hollywood when we no. were there? Yeah, no, it did not. It's much, much dustier. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X rocks. And we've got a Nerd Alert follow-up here, Nick. Several months ago, I talked here about how foldable screen tech had ushered in the return of a mobile phone giant in the Motorola Razor. Yes. Pre-sales for the device was supposed to begin in December, but that had to be pushed back, Nick, because of unexpected demand. The unexpected part because it's pricey. And when I mean pricey, it's it's pricey. Fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, but starting on the twenty-sixth here, you can pre-order your Razor flip phone through Verizon, Walmart, and Motorola's website. The phone will be shipping out on February sixth and will be in stores after that as well. So I mean, you got your bonus or maybe your tax return and you want that uh, foldable flip phone? Boom, here you go. Are you into it? Are you gonna try it? No, no, I never had a ro- uh, Razor to begin with. Not so. Uh, but there are a lot of people into it, and you know, uh, I, some old stylings. It looks pretty cool. We'll see how it goes uh, for those guys. But Verizon, you can find it there. And Nick, you're all too aware that here on the 30th of January, PlayStation View is dead. Boo! That, Boo! The PlayStation TV service will shut down. But just in time, YouTube TV is here, now available on your PlayStation console, Nick. And essentially serves the same damn purpose with a robust TV lineup similar to Sling and DirecTV Go, which includes sports and broadcast channels, pretty much all the same channels that were on The View, uh, part of their uh, base uh, package for 50 bucks and a DVR function. Uh, it's all there. Now, it is important to note here that uh, every year YouTube TV has existed, they've raised the price by $10. Yeah. So you got a year maybe at this ba- base point, but that is an option for some people, and including yourself, sir. What is the base point? $50 package. Okay. So I may need your help, uh, Treasure Valley. If you are a streaming uh, expert or you know a streaming service, here's why I like PlayStation View. It's because uh, the antenna that I have for my television uh, absolutely refuses to pick up a majority of the local broadcast channels. And so I enjoyed PlayStation View because it was the only streaming service that I could find that had a majority of the broadcast channels here in the Boise area and then also offered NFL Red Zone which are two things that are very important to me. I was able to watch all the football games or the football games that I wanted to watch during NFL season, and I'm willing to pay more for that. But I couldn't find another streaming service that offered up local channels as well as the NFL option. If anybody out there knows of one that's available, let me know because that is who's going to get my money. Uh, YouTube does offer up broadcast channels, but I don't know if they're they local. Don't. Okay. Well, no, the broadcast channels are local, but they do not offer up the NFL. I thought that's what you were going to say. Oh, yeah, no, they, they don't have the NFL ne- uh, network at this time. Right. Uh, but they do have a bunch of sports channels, including the ESPN uh, catalog of channels. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, Twitter, Nick, he decided to get with the times, man. Uh, they've added emojis to the menu in your DMs. What? Yeah, look at look at Twitter go, dude. Now. You couldn't add you couldn't no. emoji in your DM? No, I guess ne- I don't DM enough. Yeah, exactly. Now you have seven emojis to use when doing <laughs> whatever you do in direct messages. Uh, never accuse Twitter of being behind by the, the times, my friend. I'll say this. I, I much prefer GIFs to emojis. I oh, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy gifting it up. Our, our, GIF, our GIF wars are legendary. They are. They are. They are the stuff of legend. We need to get into another one of those. Uh, but I, I enjoy that very much uh, via texting or DMing or whatever. I, I'm a GIF dude for sure. Uh, usually I can find what I'm looking for there. But way to go, Twitter. Way to go. That's your nerd alert? That's the nerd alert. Love it. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, I thought, did, did PlayStation 5 announce a release date? 
I did not see a release date. No. Maybe it was just a fake story. I thought it said it was coming out in, in February, but I could be wrong. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. Hold tight for that. Here's the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got a lawsuit on our hands, Big J. Oh, yeah? You know those lawyer movies you're so familiar with? Right. It's like no, it's I'm happening just... in real life. I wouldn't know what was going on. Really? It's too bad because this one concerns Boise State University. You I understand? object, Your Honor. Overruled. And watch yourself, Counselor. They have filed a legal complaint against the Mountain West Conference, alleging that the conference has violated the terms of agreement on television revenue that helped keep the Broncos in the conference way back in 2013. The complaint filed by Boise State in an Idaho District Court on January 17th, the same day the officials say they were weighing their options, is a major escalation in the fight over the conference's newest TV deal with Fox and CBS. The so-called sweetheart deal that they signed in 2013 gave Boise State a bigger slice of the conference's TV revenue and allowed the university to negotiate their home games separately. You know, it's what drove the Broncos back into the conference when the Big East kind of blew up, remember? Yeah. But now that the Mountain West has negotiated a new deal with Fox and has phased out ESPN, the Broncos are basically getting the same cut as everybody else, and the Broncos are trying to throw their weight around a little bit. They're like, hey, listen, wait a second. This is not what we signed to get into the conference. And not to mention that, but hey, you're not dealing with San Jose State here, pal. You understand? Right. You better recognize is basically what the Broncos are saying. Now, what happens? Uh, A lot of things. The Mountain West could back off and give the Broncos more money to keep them in there, which would probably end the lawsuit. This thing could go to court. It could get super ugly. Or the Broncos could be this very way of going, hey, other conferences, would you like a successful football program? We're not happy where we are. Come to the table with something, and maybe the Broncos could find themselves in the Big 12 or somewhere else. Hey, you unappreciative Mountain West jerks. Yeah, I mean, you know, while I I understand where the Mountain West is coming from, uh, it's not, you know, but the Broncos, since they've been in the Mountain West, have been fairly successful. <laughs> They're the team you can count on being in the top 25 at the end of the year, pretty right. much. Right. And so the question becomes, is it smart for the Mountain West to fight this fight? And that's exactly what the Broncos are weighing. I mean, it, 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 quite possibly it's a win-win for the Broncos. I mean, there is a small chance that this, you know, goes awry and they get kicked out or whatever. They're independent or they have to go to a smaller conference. That would be the worst-case scenario. But I believe that two other things are an option that probably come to fruition here. Either the Mountain West goes, okay, fine, here, have your money, and pisses off the rest of the conference but still makes Boise State happy. Or Boise State has an opportunity to move up a little bit, maybe go into a Power 5 conference. Yeah, here's the uh, the thing is that, you know, uh, with the new TV deal, uh, all the schools are getting much more money, right. double. Right. Um, that includes Boise State. So, you know, I think they have thought, well, that'll be good enough. But this extra money that uh, that they were getting every year, which is like one million or something like that, uh, went away. And I think that's what really aggravated. I think it's more the fact that, hey, you made an agreement with us for the duration. It was like a lifetime type of deal. And they reneged on it, and uh, they want to be—they want to hold the 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 conference to that standard. So I get that whole thing. They're probably going to settle this. Yeah, I can't—I can't figure out if it's if it's really about money or if Boise State's trying to at least 
put their toe in the water a little bit for another conference. Sure, uh, possibly. I mean, uh, it could be a little bit of both. I'm not sure. Uh, but, I mean, as a fan, does this bother you? Do you feel like they're being, Boise State's being jerks about it, or are you okay no, with No, no. It's, it's, it's Boise State's hard work and, and uh, hard-earned um, facilities and things like that that, that help make make what it is. I mean, I think also you, you, they want to put up kind of a fight and say, listen, ESPN, we appreciated what you have helped us build, and we, you know, they want to kind of show that, hey, you know, we didn't necessarily have 100% you know, uh, decision on, on going away from using ESPN. I think that's part of it, too. Yeah, yeah, I think the Broncos are happy with their ESPN agreement. Maybe not happy with the start time, but certainly happy with the exposure they got from the network. Without, Without a doubt. Billy Eichner uh, is not only on the street, he's also going to star as Matt Drudge in the impeachment American Crime Story version of the FX analogy that is coming soon to television. Sarah Paulson, of course, is in it. Uh, Clive Owen also stars in it. This is the third season of the FX anthology series. It will drop this fall, and it will cover the Bill Clinton impeachment saga. So that will be coming. Yeah, we didn't have enough of that. <laughs> your way. We need some more. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, they, they both, you know, but the, this whole uh, American crime story thing is, it, it's, it's a weird kind of like spotlight on things that were completely and totally overexposed, but continues to be hit. Like the first one was O.J. Simpson. I mean, could you have been more <laughs> inebriated with things yeah. than, than uh, that O.J. Simpson was for a particular time? But it, still, people enjoyed it. So it's coming back for season three. Get ready. Making Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Austin, Texas for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And as Rick James once said, rest in power, cocaine's a hell of a drug. And uh, Keisha Taylor now knows that. The 31-year-old got herself into a little bit of trouble. It all starts uh, with some partying, Big J. And who among us has not gone out to the bar to have some good times, right? Yeah, at least at some point in your life. And that's what Keisha decided to do with her friends. And uh, then she had maybe a little bit too much to drink. Maybe she was overserved. Maybe she partook in the devil's nose powder as well. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. And next thing you know, Big J, much like you in your heyday, she found herself on top of a parked car out in the parking lot of the bar she was at. And she was doing a dance that you like called the twerk. You're familiar with this, right? Oh, yeah, twerking. Butt shaking. <laughs> Essentially what it is. Yes, you're right. So she's just twerking away, having herself a good little time. There's no music playing or anything. She's just uh, literally high on life and twerking away. Well, the owner of the parked car was like, what? I want to go home. Who is this lady on the hood of my car twerking? And asked her to get down. Uh, Kisa says, I'm busy, and just continues twerking, just doing her thing. And so police are called, and the police show up, and they tell Miss Taylor, hey, listen, this is not your vehicular mode of transport. You need to get down. You need to stop shaking your moneymaker. And you need to go on with your evening. Otherwise, you are going to get in trouble. And at that point, Big J, you've got a couple of decisions, right? You can listen to the police officers and hopefully not get in trouble. And, and stop doing what you're not yeah, supposed to be doing. over. Right. You're like, okay, listen, all right. Police are called. I get it. Uh, or you can do what Kisa decided to do. Which was continue to twerk, right? Drum up a whole 
lot of loogie and then spit it in the officer's face. Oh, that's a bad idea. When she was done spitting in the officer's face, that's when she decided to start taking off her clothes and start twerking. Look out. Now it's getting vulgar. Uh, believe it or not, I don't think anybody enjoys getting spit in the face, least of all police officers. She didn't get tased right away? Well, it took took him a while. I mean, listen, uh, I'm guessing, you know, I think when you when you hear me saying this, that this took like five minutes. No, it was like spit, shirt comes off, officer wipes off his face. Next thing you know, yes, she is tased. Look out. Uh, the officer detained her, and she got down off the vehicle and put her in the back of the control car. Uh, and that is when she just kept spitting. That's the worst, you know what I mean? <laughs> How do you do that? Well, I mean, they have the... the. I think in some vehicles, the partition between the front no, and back... No, I mean, how do you continually drum up that much spit? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, does cocaine make you salivate? I have no idea. Yes, you do. No, I have the, no uh, idea. <laughs> so, uh, they had to put a bag overhead. You know, you've seen that from time to time on those police shows. When they, uh, they spit, they have to put that, like clear plastic bag over their head. They're not plastic bag. It's like a, a cloth bag so that they can she, keep the spit dude, in their she face. being kidnapped? I've no. never seen that. You've never seen it? No. Man, well, I'm trying to think of the show. It was like, it's not cops, but it's some equivalent of a show. When somebody keeps spitting at you, they put like this this cloth bag over your head so that you... Well, you, that's hardcore, man. Well, yeah. I mean, you can still breathe and everything, but it just stops you from, like, whatever spit is coming out of your mouth isn't going to hit anybody with the bag. You know what I mean? So she's going to jail. Multiple charges, Big J, including drug possession, public intoxication, assault on a police officer. And so her twerking on some rando's car turning into a real situation for her. Which is why, once again, we recommend... Do not twerk on strangers' cars. Also, if you are twerking on a stranger's car and they ask you to get off, or the police are called, following directions is recommended as well. Big time. So that you don't find yourself facing a litany of charges and doing God knows what. Morning after with Nicky Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. Somebody's going to join us tonight for the Morning After the Movies podcast, but you better know your Guy Ritchie action. That's happening next on the x Rock. That is Green Day, that is Brain, Stew, and Jaded here on 100.3 The X-Rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. I can't imagine there are a lot of people out here that maybe find themselves in this situation, but Big J, if somebody would say, what exactly is Morning After the Movies podcast? How would you explain it to them? I would explain it to them that it's a couple of your favorite Morning After dudes, yourself and myself, including our uh, former producer, Randy. We go to a movie, we watch it, and then we talk about it. We give a review. So it's white guys talking about movies. Where else are you going to find that, right? Right. I mean, other than the morning after the movies podcast. Nowhere. Right. Uh, and it's presented by Cinemark Majestic Theaters. And uh, this this particular opportunity, this team up for the 2020 year has been optimal for the morning after the movies podcast because it gives us an opportunity, thanks to Cinemark Majestic Theaters, to go see the big release of the week every single week. So basically, we are going to be able to see almost all the movies that are coming out in 2020, yeah, which is insane. The majority of that's good. Right. It's crazy. Uh, and we've already seen Bad Boys 3. Which was fantastic, yeah. Bad Boys for Life. And we also saw 1917 to kick this thing off, yep. which was uh, the Best Picture nominee and uh, the favorite to win it all. 
So we've got some good movies in our waistband for the year, and this is a movie that Jay and I were going to go see tonight that you and I are both very much looking forward to. Hell yeah. Because we are both pretty big Guy Ritchie fans. Although I will admit, and I don't want to get into it because it's going to be one of the questions that we ask, I did not see the latest Guy Ritchie movie. Did you? Uh, no, no, I did not. Okay. But I haven't checked it out either. But then again, it's not exactly in our wheelhouse. I don't think that movie's for us. It was. I think it's definitely a... Uh... A divergence from what he normally would do. But The Gentleman, which is coming out this evening, has an opportunity for us to get back into Guy Ritchie stuff that we can get behind. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. And so, if you find yourself or fancy yourself a Guy Ritchie fan and you would like to check out The Gentleman with us tonight at the movie theater... The Cinemark Majestic Theaters, you can check out the Luxury Loungers, the whole kit and caboodle, and then be a guest on our podcast this evening. If you think you got what it takes, if you're not too scared to yap for a little while, then why don't you get on the phone right now, 208-287-1003. We'll give you an opportunity to go to the movies tonight. We're going to go to a 7 o'clock screening of The Gentleman, and you will be our guest. Free movie on us. Bam! And you get to go and be a part of the podcast after the film which will be featured exclusively on xrock.com. And, of course, you're going to have to earn your way in, however. You're going to have to answer a couple of Guy Ritchie trivia questions correct. We want to make sure you're a fan. You have some understanding of the Ritchie-verse, if you will, before you join us this evening. And we're not getting somebody that doesn't know anything about yeah, Guy Ritchie or Yeah, the we already have one of those people. <laughs> that position is filled by Randy with somebody who doesn't give a bleep about Guy Ritchie or anything that he does. So if you think you got what it takes, get on the phone. I'll ask you a couple of questions. You just got to get two out of three right. And if you do it, you're joining us in a movie. Hello? Hello? Good morning? Good morning. Hey, man. What's your name? JD. All right, JD. I'm going to ask you a couple of Guy Ritchie questions. And if you get two out of three right, you're going to join us for a movie tonight. Is that cool? Cool. All right. Here's your first Guy Ritchie question. My, Nick's personal favorite Guy Ritchie movie came out in 2001. Stars Jason Statham and Brad Pitt and involves a plot line that involves pigs, boxing, and jewelry theft. What is the name of this Guy Ritchie movie? My favorite as well. It's Snatch. That is absolutely correct. Question number one, correct. Yeah. Two out of three gets you into the movie, JD. Here's question number two. Guy Ritchie's latest film, he worked for the Disney Studios for and made a remake of a cartoon. What film did Guy Ritchie just recently remake for Disney? Uh, pass. 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 He's smart. He's only oh, got to get yeah. two out of three right. Yeah, you're right. What was the answer, Big J? Aladdin. That is correct. All right, your final Guy Ritchie question. This is it. Back in 2002, Guy Ritchie made a terrible movie called Swept Away. That starred his then-wife at the time, who was Guy Ritchie married to and also starred in the movie Swept Away. Oh, crap. I knew, I knew this one, too. Um, I guess I don't get to go with you guys this time. Oh, no! You don't know? No, I don't know it. Oh, man. I am sorry, man. Well, Wrong! Man, be Thank, you for playing. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. He's being honest, at least. Did you know the answer to this one? Of course I did. All right, just making sure. Good morning, the X. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, so the in the movie in 2002, in the year 2002, Guy Ritchie made a terrible movie called Swept Away that starred his then-wife at the time. Who starred in Swept Away and was married to Guy Ritchie in 2002? I believe that was Miss Madonna. That is Miss Madonna. Right. So you got question number one right. 
Question number two comes to you this way. Guy Ritchie made not one, but two Sherlock Holmes movies. We all know that Robert Downey Jr. starred as Sherlock Holmes in these movies, but who played the character of Watson? Oh! Oh! Watson! Oh, snakies. The Watson to Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock. Now, keep in mind, if you get this one wrong, you still have another question, perhaps. I think it's, uh, is it Jude Law? It is Jude Law. Right. Jude Law is right. He looked that up. You looked it up. I gave you oh, enough I time to cheat. I, I, I hope you feel good. Today. So uh, hopefully you're free at 7 o'clock tonight because you have an opportunity to join us at the Cinemark Majestic Theaters for a screening of The Gentleman. And hang on one second. We'll get all the information that you need to join us. And we have got a movie podcast to do. Keep in mind, you can check out this movie podcast on xrock.com. It is up pretty much every Friday morning with the newest release of the week. And you can go back and visit upwards of, now we're down season number four, so there's three additional seasons of the Morning After the Movies podcast up at xrock.com. Check it out, huh? Morning After with Nick and Big J. How you right, man? We are running so late today. It's nuts. Sorry, everybody. Let's do some important stuff. If you are familiar with the phrase, hey, you kids, you're giving me gray hair, you sons of guns. Uh, And oftentimes it's said as a joke, like, oh, man, my kids are giving me gray hair. But Harvard researchers found out that, you know what? It's probably right. The graying hair begins in our sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for a lot of body processes we never think about, like our heart rate, our digesting food, and fighting off germs. But the system is ultimately linked with the stress response that we have, and it's called upon other systems in the body when they fail. For instance, when you're most stressful, that's when this stuff comes to be. And guess what? We're most stressful when we're thinking about what, Big J? Finances. Close, our children. Oh. So, when you start dealing with... I think that's one and the same. Thanks, you're not wrong. Researchers say that finding this is a reminder that stress has widespread effects on the body and that one day there could be potentially be a treatment to stop hair from graying. Uh, I, I noticed I did not have any gray hairs until I had children. And then they came fast and furious. But they also don't bother me. Do they bother you? No. Like, uh, you ever see yourself like dyeing your hair or your beard or something like that? No, I'd probably look pretty badass with some gray hair. I got I got a little bit of gray in my in my beard a yeah, little bit. Yeah, sure. Sure. That's what happens. It's the first thing to go. And then, next thing you know, you're super, super gray. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. You don't have any gray in your hair hair? I don't. No, not really. I've got a few. I've got a few. And I'm all right with it. I mean, listen, we're in our 40s, right? This is what happens. Right. And as long as I still have hair, I guess I'm okay with it. So keep on coming. I mean, we'll never know. No, no. It's none of your business. Zion Williamson finally made his long-anticipated NBA debut last night, scoring 22 points, but the uh, team lost 121-117 to to the Spurs. The New Orleans fans got a bit ridiculous, chanting MVP in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, he did score 17 points of his 22 in the fourth quarter, so it was a big one for him, but, I mean, he's not the most valuable player. He's not even the most valuable player on his team right now. But we'll see what ends up happening. Eli Manning's going to officially retire from the NFL tomorrow. I hope you're okay with that, Big J. Sure. He will have played his entire career with the New York Giants, all 16 seasons. Of course, was benched officially last year for Daniel Jones, who appears to be the next coming of the New York quarterbacks. The Sundance Film Festival kicks off today down in Utah, not too far away. Remember there was a time we wanted to do the show from Sundance Film Festival? Yeah. 
Uh, but, Big J, according to some insiders, the Sundance Film Festival may be on its last breath. A marketing exec said, quote, big studios and brands are pulling out of the Sundance Film Festival. Liquor brands can't activate because Utah is a controlled state, so a lot of the sponsorships are gone. The only thing happening there is content studios, and even then, they're going away, not big as they were just three years ago. The only people that go are wannabe influencers or actual real talent in films that fly in and out for one day, do their commitment, and leave. This is according to somebody that's been going for 20 years. He says, I used to make six figures on three days. The last couple years, I've made about five grand. So I'm sitting this one out, and I know a lot of people are as well. So, is the Sundance Film Festival going to die, Big J? Probably. Uh, I don't think it will. It may, it may actually go back to what the Sundance Film Festival was supposed to be. And that is an independent film festival that showcased some of the best independent films oh, yeah, in the country. Oh, yeah, that thing. And now it's become a money-making studio grab for them to showcase big stars. Now but where are they going to go? They'll figure it out. There's Comic-Cons everywhere. And every studio is going to have their own. To Come on to down here off. to Boise. It's, yeah. the, it's the cool place. Let's do it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your pop culture Smackdown. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yes, sir. And we got tickets for you. Stone Temple Pilots. They're coming February 8th at the Knitting Factory. It's a Saturday, friends. It's an evening with. It's acoustic. It's going to be amazing, intimate. You're going to be there because you got to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Today, I'm saying one and done for you, Nick. I'm sorry. What the hell's your problem? Well, we're running low on time here. All right. You're right. We are running low. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play. You have to defeat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, which Big J guarantees is easy today, which always makes me feel great. But if you want to play, good luck. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hi, what's your name, please? Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Good luck to you. Little Cuba is the nickname of what U.S. city? Uh, Miami. Miami right. is indeed correct. Uh, Nick, <clears throat> the spacecraft called Nostromo was featured in what sci-fi movie? <laughs> Little Cuba. Uh, Nostromo. Can you give me a decade the movie came no, out? No, no. You can't give me a decade? No, I'm not giving you nothing. Uh, I will say Alien. Damn it. See, that's right. why I wouldn't give you anything, you jerk. <laughs> I just wanted to screw with you. <sighs> Nicolas Cage starred opposite which former James Bond actor in the 1996 movie The Rock? And, uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery is correct. Uh, Nick, what is the name of the kingdom where the animated movie Frozen is set? Oh, I don't know this. Uh, Wakanda. Yes. Wrong. I have no idea. I've never seen Frozen. I Do you know? Yes. Rachel? I don't. That's okay. Uh, it's Arendelle. Arendelle. Right. Of course. See, I thought I'd give you a chance with the alien question. Oh, no, no. Don't don't, don't walk back. You said I was going to get it wrong, well, and I got it I, right. You know, I thought, you know, I, I was, I was 50-50 on whether you'd figure that one out. Well, you were wrong. Congratulations, uh, Rachel. You got yourself tickets to Stone Temple Pilots, the acoustic performance coming up on the 8th. Hang on one second. And see, this is why I, I, I shouldn't ever give him leeway, because he's a deadly competitor in the world of trivia. Uh, I'm he not as good. He knew the answer, and he still wanted more information. I'm not as good as you think. We are going to do a run of headlines. That is happening next on the X-Rock. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Headlines are brought to you by Dennis Dillon RV. Guess what? This Saturday, we're going to be out from 2 to 4 p.m. broadcasting live from the Expo Idaho building for their 37th annual Expo Idaho sale. You can shop inside out of the cold this weekend. They'll have a 1,000 new and pre-owned cars and trucks, most with lifetime warranty and love it or leave it guarantees, plus 0% financing, top value for any trade, and amazing discounts. So... Make sure you go out there. Sale started yesterday. goes all the way through Sunday. But the X and Jason Drew are going to be out there this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. Expo Idaho with Dennis Dillon. Come on out! Headlines are as follows, Big J. Sounds gross? Sounds hot? Or sounds dumb? Let's go with sounds hot. All right. There's no rule that says you have to be wearing all of your clothing when you clock into work. Right, Big J? No, there is. Oh, there is? I'm pretty sure here that's required. Is that in the handbook? Yeah. All right, well, then you certainly have to be clothed here. But Italian police officer Alberto Mergrala was caught on camera stamping his time card wearing only a T-shirt and his underwear in the town of San Remo. He then left and went to get dressed in his nearby apartment. He was charged with defrauding the state of public funds. They don't like you punching in and then going home, dude. They don't like that. But he was acquitted of the charge when a judge ruled that it was legitimate for a person to clock in at the start of his shift and then go home and finish getting dressed. What? So I ask you, Big J, does your day begin? Do you consider your workday beginning when you get up and start getting ready for work? Yeah. I kind of agree too, right? Especially with what we do. I mean, we got to be here. Yeah, and I certainly wouldn't be up at that time had I not have to be here for work, right? Yeah. Who Who's getting up at 4 a.m. if you don't have to? No one. Right. And so maybe this has got a legitimate thing. I mean, I kind of like I'm it. I'm going to share this in the staff meeting today. All right, good luck. Uh, please do not involve me in any way. Sounds gross or sounds dumb? Sounds dumb. Diddy is going by a new name again. Oh, God. A source confirms that the 50-year-old rapper legally changed his name to Sean Lovecombs last year. He filed the petition to change his name in November of 2019. According to reports, Diddy listed his reason for the switch as a, quote, desire to change middle name in the court documents. Diddy's previous legal name was Sean John Combs, although he has legally changed it to Puff Daddy and then P. Diddy in the past. And so while his name is legally changed, he's still keeping his clothing line the same, Sean John. That remains the same. But now he's Sean Love Combs. You understand? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time Sean, Sean Combs was relevant? I don't know. Get him to the Greek or Bad Boys 2? He was great get him to the Greek, though. He was. The Jeffrey. He was, but, I mean, it's been a while, right? Probably out in front, but I mean behind the scenes. I'm sure, sure, yeah. He's still, I mean, listen, I know he's raking in the residuals and probably still producing and making money in his record label, but Sean Love Combs. Wrap it up with sounds gross. Certain foods lend themselves to certain flavors, and people are all up in arms because back in September... German dairy company Mueller quietly announced that it would be adding gin and tonic flavored yogurt to their line of fat-free yogurts and their otherwise normal flavors. Sold in six-pack, it contains half gin and half tonic flavors. The two flavors contain just 0.5% alcohol. It's about as much as non-alcoholic beer. But the packs of yogurt have started to show up in shelves and people have strong feelings about it. Many commented that the flavor has gone too far. And one doctor tweeted his concern saying, do we not have enough issues with alcohol-related health problems? Now we got to put it in our yogurt too? So I ask you, Big J, would you try a gin and tonic yogurt? No. Do you I'm like- barely eating yogurt anyways. <laughs> do you like gin and tonics? No. I used to. 
It was like my go-to drink in Vegas for a while. And I don't know why. It was only in Vegas and only there I would drink gin and tonics yeah. like when I was playing cards and stuff. When you're playing cards with Vinny? <laughs> yeah, with Vinny Paul. And Chad Gray, don't forget. And so, uh, but uh, I stopped that a while back and I don't know why. And I certainly don't miss the flavor and want it in my yogurt. And certainly not for a breakfast treat, Big J. Yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> if you want gin and yep. yogurt for your breakfast with your fruit, you're absolutely right. There's your headlines. Slide Zeppelin, it's Immigrant Song here on 100.3. The X-Rocks is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose let's officially extend an invitation to you, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, to join us, myself, Big J, the rest of the X-Crew. We are going to be out next Sunday for the big game at Dave & Buster's, and we want you to come. 49ers taking on the Chiefs. It's going to be a very good time. And Dave & Buster's has the ultimate setup, man. We were out there every single football Sunday for Sunday football. And we are encouraging you to join us here for the biggest game of the year without a doubt because not only are the big screen TVs set up, but the sound system is amazing. And some of these tables, you have your own speakers so that you can hear the game and the and it's all that great. stuff. It's I great. I mean, if you're going to – you want to go to watch some sports, it just doesn't have to be football, but anything – and you want to be able to hear what's going on? I mean, those booths with the everything in it's just crazy. It is. It's perfect. It's exactly I didn't even know about that until we started doing football there, and I was like, well, that's that's a game changer. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. On top of that, we, of course, are bringing a uh, metric ton of prizes to Dave & Buster's next Sunday for the big event. We are, once again, going to play the X's Super Square Pool. Uh, the same question I get every time we talk about this is how much is it to enter? And I continue $10. to tell you, no, no. Oh, no. it's absolutely free. There's no cover to get into Dave and Buster's. You come on in, you can sign up for the square pool. The only catch is you got to be there before kickoff starts because these, the grid needs to be completely filled up before the kickoff happens. And then once it kicks off, we're good to go. And this year we're not messing around. First of all, Dave and Buster's teaming up with Fireball Whiskey, Big J for some good times. Oh, you love it. The Fireball girls are going to be there. They're going to be doing some shots, giving away some samples, t-shirts, hats, all sorts of stuff. And then they've got a sweet fire pit from Fireball Whiskey. They have an exclusive Fireball Party Bowl that they're going to give away. Dave and Buster's is ponying up a Nintendo Switch to give away. And we are bringing the concert tickets. Number one, we will have a pair of tickets to Tool. We'll have a pair of tickets to Stone Temple Pilots. We'll have a pair of tickets to Corn and Breaking Benjamin as well. Those will be happening at the end of each quarter, and then we'll be giving away an autographed Breaking Benjamin guitar at the end of the game. Oh, so, my God. You just have to be there to be a part of this fun and excitement and Jay and I hosting the event throughout the entire thing. But don't keep in mind, we're not there to yap it up, man. We want to watch the commercials in the game just as much as you. So we're going to remind you we're going to have some fun. We're going to announce some winners, but it's really about the game. And having fun, which is why we want you to get there early so we can have some pregame fun and excitement and then give away some stuff. That's what it's all about. My entire family and then something's coming. Good. It's going to be a blast. So we're going to be out there beginning at 2 o'clock. That's when our live broadcast is going to be 2 to 4. Kickoff's a little bit after 4.30. you got to be there in between the time to sign up for that square pool because once kickoff starts, we're closing it down. Yeah, family, I'm not saving you seats. Okay? So you want... Good seats. Get there early like everybody else. I like that you have to talk to your family through the radio. Well, because I know they're listening. (laughs) Talk to them personally. And it's like, how many times can I say, no, I don't want to do this. Now it's on public record. All right. All right. It's a, I hate saving seats. I'm guessing you'll do it anyway. Hell no. you'll have an opportunity to join us. So make your plans next Sunday. 
be getting it to Dave and Buster's for the X's big game party. It's where it's going to be. We're going to do some bad impressions. That's happening next in the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and let's get you some tickets, Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> Come, I don't know why I just went all uh, WWE and everybody with that uh, announcement. But they'll be at the Olympic on Wednesday, January 29th. We'll get you set up with tickets if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions. It works like this. Big J has got three clues. Each one of these clues individually and collectively points to somebody or something that is pretty famous. If you can figure out what that famous person is or who that famous person is. In those three clues or less, you have got a concert you're going to in less than a week. Hopefully that's a good thing. Real person, fictional character today? A real person, man. Real as it gets. It is. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? What's your name? It's Shane. All right, Shane. Comedy movies are my thing with credits in Caddyshack, Striped, Scrooged, and Groundhog Day. Bill Murray. Oh! Oh, man. Obviously, you're a fan. That is correct. Congratulations. You're going to check out Reverend Horton Heat. Hopefully, you're a fan of them, too. They're coming to town next Wednesday night. Hold on tight, Shane. We'll get you those tickets. Clues two and three for fun. I famously hated doing the voice for Garfield in the movie version. Damn, those sucked. And I was Dr. Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters. And I'm coming back, baby. And why is Bill Murray in the news? Yep, he's uh, all in in the uh, new Ghostbusters Afterlife movie, Vanity or uh, Variety, Vanity Fair. Yes, confirmed <laughs> that he will be in the movie. Uh, while they were there on set, they did see him, and uh, he uh, he was asked why he decided he wanted to come back for this one. He said the script is good, it's got lots of emotion in it, and it's got lots of family in it, and with uh, through lines that are really interesting. So everybody's coming back except for Rick Moranis, who's retired from acting. Well, and Harold Ramis. Well, yeah, obviously, except for the dead people. Well, I mean, I guess this really isn't a surprise because didn't both the Ghostbusters, I mean, they both of them also came back in uh, the reboot, right? Yeah, but they weren't themselves. They weren't themselves. Um, Ernie Hudson, is he in? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. just making sure. So uh, we got a call back, and you know Andy Potts is back, too? Yeah, uh, just, it's a bummer Rick wouldn't want to do it, but he, he was, uh, he's was he been hard on the hard line on that retired thing. I mean, now his kids are adults by, by, by now. <laughs> You can come back to acting, dude. I know, but he seems to be okay with it. And I, I, I certainly applaud the guy for sticking to his guns and saying, listen, I'm retired. Sure, but the world is without him. Well, no, I mean, the world still has him in it. Where? Where? I don't know. Probably in Canada, where he lives. I mean, are you chasing down Sean Connery, asking him to come back? He's been retired for a while, too. Kind of. Let him go. I hope he's in this Gentleman movie, right? Isn't it a sequel to he- the Extraordinary Gentleman movie? <laughs> If it were a backdoor sequel to The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I think it might be my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> but I don't, well done, sir. I, I would not hold my breath. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. That is Five Finger Death Punch. That is Inside Out. And that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Thursday, the 23rd day of January 2020. Thank you for joining us. Listen, man, it's rare. I guarantee you, dude, there are not a lot of morning shows out there that can run as late as we ran all morning long and then still somehow find a way to wrap things up early. I mean, that's that's dedication. Yeah. It's really what it comes down <laughs> dedication to. Dedication to what? We don't know. <laughs> we find a way to make it happen. That's how we like to roll. But listen, uh, the reason why we were running late all day today is because, one, we got into an argument about lawyer movies. 
Number two. I don't know if it was an argument. No, no. But I tried to remind you that you do enjoy some lawyer movies. And uh, and uh, that that you one, just refuse one. to see them as a lawyer movie. Uh, and then also we uh, we got into a discussion about Eli Manning. <laughs> that turned into a six-minute topic. Uh, but we caught up to ourselves, and hopefully uh, you had a good time listening. That was the point of the show today. Also gave away some stuff over the course of the program as well, including an opportunity for somebody to join us tonight for the Morning After the Movies podcast, which is going to be The Gentleman, courtesy of Cinemark Majestic Theaters. We're very excited for that. So we're going to go check out a movie tonight. We'll give you a little bit of a recap of that tomorrow, kind of like the Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, if you want to get the full podcast, you can certainly download it beginning tomorrow morning at xrock.com for sure. Talked a little bit about our big game party over the course of the show today, and then definitely, if you missed the invitation, we want you to come out to Dennis Dillon this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. at Expo Idaho with Jason Drew for Dennis Dillon's 37th annual Expo Idaho sale. They got everything inside and out of the cold, about a 1,000 new and pre-owned cars and trucks with lifetime warranties, full love it or leave it guarantees, too. It's going on now all the way through Sunday, and again, the X will be out there 2 to 4 on Saturday from uh, with, the, with the Jason Drew and the X Rocks for sure. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. What would you like to talk about? Yeah, nacho fries. Okay. Nacho fries are coming back to Taco Bell, but there's something they're coming with. Check this out. Okay. Buffalo chicken nacho fries. I don't understand. Uh, Taco Bell is getting into the buffalo chicken business. Okay. And so uh, they're going to have, they're actually coming out with a new sauce, apparently, according to this Delish report. And the new sauce will be tangy buffalo sauce. And so they're going to be offering up uh, the classic nacho fries and a buffalo chicken nacho fry burrito, as well as other different variants of buffalo chicken stuff. Okay, so uh, uh, will the fries come with chicken with them, or yeah, just yeah, the it sauce? Would, uh, they would be topped with shredded chicken, shredded cheese, nacho cheese sauce, pico de gallo sour cream, and the tangy buffalo sauce. All right, you sounds like you're in on this, huh? I would give it a try, sure. All right, uh, you'll have to tell us how it is. Did you like the regular nacho fries? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, uh, that's a little bit too much for me, but I um, hope that you enjoy them very much. When are they coming? Do you know? Soon. I think uh, here at the end of the month. All right, get excited. What are you get laughing ready? for, pal? Get ready. Get ready for buffalo chicken nacho fries from the TB for sure. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Jason Drew is coming up next. We shall see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks.